Um, for those of you who don't know me, um, my name's Esther. Um, I'm one of the key leaders here at Ebby Church. Um, and we're doing this a little bit differently um, today for the first time. We've got a few people in the church building, so it's great to have some mostly smiley faces to look at and as well as you guys at home. Um, so today we're starting um, a new series, a new teaching series called Faith. Um, and I don't know what your definition of faith might be. Um, for me, it's, um, it's a tricky one because faith as a word on its own can often be used to explain something that is um, like absolute, it's one-dimensional, it's static and immovable. Um, but as I've been thinking about this, um, for me, faith is like a multifaceted diamond, which obviously I've seen lots of, um, that you can you turn it over in your hand and as you do, it catches the light. And each time it does that, it reveals uh, a new side to it, something different. Um, and it's beautiful and it's complex. Um, and in this series over the summer, um, we're going to be looking at Hebrews 11, um, and that's going to point us to some Old Testament stories and people, uh, some of Jesus' words, and we're going to use all of that to help us explore some of these different facets of faith. Um, so we're going to be looking at creation, generosity, doubt, resistance, the persecuted church, and in amongst all of that, asking what on earth it means for us today. It's probably going to be a bit of a roller coaster ride, but that's good, isn't it? Unless you hate roller coasters, of course. So, but it's going to be good. So we'll see what happens. Um, as we get into this, I'm I'm going to pray. Yeah, Father God, thank you for your presence here, and um, thank you that we get to spend a bit of time now um, exploring faith. And yeah, as we do that, Father God, will you speak to us? Yeah, I pray that we will hear your voice. Yeah, Holy Spirit, will you, will you fill us, fill whatever place we're in right now? Yeah, we look to you, Jesus. Amen. So if you've got a Bible, um, it might be helpful to grab it and follow the different parts that we're going to be looking at. Uh, don't worry if you haven't got one. Um, we will pop the words up on the screen so you can follow along as we read them anyway. So we're going to start by reading from Hebrews. Uh, it's a book towards the back of the Bible, and we're going to read from chapter 11, uh, verses 1 to 3. Um, this section has been titled Faith in Action, uh, and that's probably a good thing to keep in mind over these next few weeks in this series. So Hebrews 11, verses 1 to 3. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. So verse one, I don't know if you've um, heard that verse before. It's a good one. Um, and it's a pretty handy starting place as a definition so it said, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. It sounds like pretty simple on the face of it, but it doesn't take much picking apart to highlight the complexities of faith. So this verse says, it says, faith is confident. 
and it's sure, which sounds reassuringly solid and firm. But at the same time, that faith is based on something we hope for and do not see, which sounds a little wobbly and maybe questionable. And this might sound weird, but this mashup of what looks like opposites is what I think makes faith so awesome and exciting and just kind of alive. Like faith is something to, it's something to grapple with, to explore, to grow, and quite often fight with as we go through life. And that, that is a really good thing. And verse 2 that we just read, um, it talks about the ancients. Um, and that's not just Bible speak for old people, although some of them were actually pretty old. Um, the writer is basically talking about people who have lived before us. And the list that follows in this chapter of Hebrews, um, it mostly refers to people in the Old Testament, people who have shown great faith, often without seeing or reaching the end goal. And these people, they inspire us, and their lives point us in the direction of a verse one kind of faith. And we're going to be looking at some of these characters and their stories over the next few weeks. And so on to verse three. Um, it says, By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. And this, this is what we're going to focus on today. Faith and creation. And how do, how do these things fit together? So just to fill the story out a bit, we're going to skip straight into the book of Genesis, which is at the very start of the Bible. And we're going to pick out a few verses to read from chapter 1. And we are going to start at verse 1. So this is Genesis Chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And if we skip down to verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And on to verse 31. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. This is a good story, isn't it? The creation story. It might be one that you've heard quite a few times, um, and it's easy to get um, overly familiar with it, isn't it? But this story, this creation poem, has so much good stuff to tell us about God and faith. Like It's a, an interesting mix-up of each pointing to the other and back again. So creation points us to God, who points as to creation, which points us to faith, which points us to God, then back to creation. It's all connected and part of the same deal. And underlining it, in amongst it all, is relationship. Because with God, it's always about relationship, isn't it? And today, we're going to pick out two things to have a look at. The first is our relationship with God. And the second 
is our relationships with each other. So, number one, creation, faith, and our relationship with God. Um, there's a collection of poems and songs in the Bible called Psalms, and uh, number 19 it starts like this. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they reveal knowledge. Like this is, this is pretty cool. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Like creation, it doesn't just point us vaguely in the direction of God. Like it actually speaks to us. It tells us who God is, what he's like, and how we can relate to him. And like, is there something in creation where you feel particularly connected to God? Like maybe there's a particular place you love to go or something that you like to look at where you feel God just that little bit closer? Um, so after I finished uni, I spent nine months sunbathing around Australia um, and at this point in life, uh, me, God, and church had broken up. Um, we weren't on a break. Uh, I was done. It was over. Uh, I wasn't interested at all. And I was, I was perfectly content in that choice that I'd made. Or so I thought, anyway. Um, and Australia is unbelievably awesome. And not just because it's sunny most of the time. I got to scuba dive in the Great Barrier Reef, hot air balloon over that outback, um, ride along a 75-mile beach, climb to the top of Kings Canyon. And there was a point in that time that I remember as clear as anything. I was sat in a bar with my friends, and we were talking about some of uh, what we'd seen on our travels. And there was a moment, and I just knew... God existed. I knew that I couldn't write him off anymore and I couldn't ignore him either. I couldn't think about the, the things that I'd seen, the places I'd been, and not recognize a God who creates. And in that moment, a very, very teeny, tiny part of me cautiously started to have faith again. And now, when I, when I look at the sea in all its crazy vastness, the, the depth that you know is there but you can't see, um, the horizon that you see um, but you know that that's not the end, uh, like the waves, the tide, um, all of it, uh, no matter where I'm at, no matter what is going on in life, if I'm stood looking at the sea, I absorb it all and I take a deep breath and I know that God exists. And more than that, I know that he is close and that he's speaking to me as I look at what he's made. At creation, faith and our relationship with God, they're all tied up together. And I love that because we're all created differently, we're all going to find this connection and fuel for our faith and relationship with God in different creatively inspired places. And I don't think that this, this doesn't just happen in the more 
obvious awesomeness of creation either. Like Jesus was great at doing this, at picking out God's creative beauty in amongst brokenness, in amongst pain and from the ashes that we so easily dismiss. And I think of our friends who work in a red light community in India. And when I've spent time there in that community, I've had that same certainty, that same assurance that God exists, that he creates as lovingly and awesomely in that place as I did when I was in Australia. And I see, I see people like, like our friends in that place, loving unconditionally, sacrificially. And I see the light that that brings, the difference they're making, one life at a time. And that points me to God's heart, to Jesus. So faith grows even in a dark and painful place. And that might remind us of some verses from the start of the book of John in the Bible. Um, And it's chapter one, and I'm just going to read these verses out now. And in these verses, when it talks about the word, um, that's another name for Jesus. So um, John one says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And those verses, that's pretty much a repeat of what we've just read in Genesis. Like the earth was dark, God created light, and he separated the two. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. It's all part of the same deal. And so creation, faith, and our relationship with God, I think it's all out there for us. Um, And maybe the challenge is just to stop still for long enough and open our eyes to see it. And even, or maybe especially, in those unexpected places. So, second thing we're going to have a look at. Creation, faith, and our relationships with each other. Uh, So the creation account in Genesis, it gives us um, a great perfect picture of what God intended and wants for us as people who live on this planet, particularly how we relate together. Like God created in community and community is what we were created for. And before we look at this a bit more, I just want to give a shout out to this book. Um, It is called The Very Good Gospel, and it's by Lisa Sharon Harper. It is such, such a good book. And really, I just want to stand here and read it to you. Um, But get yourself a copy. There's loads of great and really helpful stuff um, in relation to all this. Um, But So most scholars believe that the creation story in Genesis 1 was written after the fall of the Babylonian Empire, and at the end of the Israelites' time in exile. 
If you're a numbers and dates person, that's 538 to 450 BC. And the Hebrew people, they spent around 70 years in captivity, living under severe oppression. Like 70 years is a long time. And that takes its toll. Like even when you receive your freedom, you don't just click your fingers and immediately recover or come out of a time like that. You need to be reminded who you are, who your God is, and how you've been made to live. And that's what our creation story in Genesis was written to do, to rebuild and restore the Hebrew people, their relationship with God and each other. And of course, as much as this story was speaking to um, these specific people in a specific place and time, it's also speaking to us in the same way today. And one of the keys that this creation story points to is that we are all, and the all is important, we are all made in God's image. And if this is something that we believe is key to our faith, that we are all made in God's image, it will massively impact how we live out our relationships with each other. And I kind of wonder if this is one of those God things um, that we take for granted. Like it sounds pretty simple on the face of it. When I say we're all made in God's image, um, maybe you don't even blink, maybe you nod slightly or on the inside, or it just kind of slips over us without too much thought. But like this, this is really deep stuff. And I think if we choose to pick it up, turn it over in our hands and really look at it, it's far from what we see in our world. And if we're brutally honest, probably in our own lives as well. We are all made in God's Im image. Every human being has God's fingerprints all over them. Is it like, do we live like that is true? And we picked out verse 27 from Genesis 1, and we'll just have a read of that again. Um, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Like, there's no two ways about it. This was, is revolutionary. In the original context, those listening lived in a culture where women were property. So these words were confronting long-held views and an entrenched way of life head-on. Both men and women, women and men, are made in the image of God. No difference, no separation. And this, of course, goes further than women and men, young and old. Employed and unemployed, black and white, gay and straight, rich and poor. Like, you get the point. God created mankind, whole of mankind, in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. So, like, faith is when we take God at his word. Like, when we believe this for, for ourselves and for each other. And when we do this, this will have a huge impact on the world we live in. It will affect how we see our fellow humans, how we interact with people, 
where we invest our time and energies, what we hope for, what we value, and even what we fight for. And in Genesis 1, creation is repeatedly described as being good. And apparently, uh, the Hebrew word for good, it's far more than a description of an object. Um, it also describes how the goodness of all creation is like, interwoven and connected together. Uh, Lisa Sharon Harper says in her book about this, the well-being of the whole depends on the well-being of each individual part. So the well-being of the whole depends on the well-being of each individual part. Um, and just imagine a world like that. Like no individualistic, consumeristic, if I'm okay, then everything else is okay kind of attitudes. Like instead, a world where relationships are a verse 31 type of very good. Where we care for, value and protect each other, what we have and the world we live in. Because we're all part of the same deal. We're all connected. We're all made in his image. And this is what the kingdom of God looks like. like this is what we see in Jesus when he lived here on earth. This is what he talked about lots and there's a crazily huge challenge for us here like the world is broken and it's painful how obvious and easy that is to see and the very good kind of feels hard to find sometimes and I don't know about you but often it's it's too much too overwhelming for us to absorb and take on all the brokenness but as a follower of Jesus, we've got a different story to tell, an alternative way to share. And it's a big challenge because it requires faith. So we need faith to be confident in what we hope for, that God is who he says he is, that his promises hold firm, that his intent for our world is that very good is not just about life after death, but for right here, right now. And we need faith to be sure, even if we don't see it, that God's good stuff is there, that it's something for us to pursue and to intentionally pick out and celebrate when we do see it. So what now? Um, what are we going to do with this? Um, I've got a couple of suggestions Feel free to go rogue and come up with your own, though. Um, I, I don't know what your lockdown experience has been like and where you're at with God as a result. Maybe it's been a great time for you and you've enjoyed hanging out with God in a totally different set of circumstances and your faith is growing because of it. If that's you, I love that. Nice one. Keep going. Um... Maybe it's been a bit tricky. Uh, for me, um, without my usual life routines, um, yeah, I've often felt lost. And to be honest, God has felt a little bit slippery and hard to keep hold of. So as I think about everything that I've just said, as a response to all of this, 
Um, I'm going to find those bits in creation where I know beyond a shadow of a doubt God exists, where I feel him close and hear that whisper. Unfortunately, there are too many obstacles in the way of me in Australia, but there are other things and other ways. I know that. So for you, um, what are those places? What are those things for you? Maybe you need to take yourself off somewhere and take a deep breath. Maybe you need to buy yourself an awesome bunch of flowers, Derek. Um, Video call one of your favorite small people. I mean, and I mean children by that. Um, feel the sun on your skin. Eat some cheese. Um, find something that points you to your creator God and that reminds you that he's close and he loves you. And the second thing that we looked at, our, relationship, our relationships with each other. Um, I guess the question here is, and it's a little bit trickier maybe, um, who is God asking us to call out his image in? Like, where is God challenging us to see and celebrate his fingerprints? Uh, maybe, maybe that's in a broken relationship for you that needs healing. Uh, it might be standing with a group of people you or others have written off. Uh, it could, of course, be anyone and everyone. So, um, a few things for you to uh, have a think about. Um, encourage you to talk to someone you know. Have a conversation about this. Um, yeah, don't just leave it here. Um, so yeah, I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to hand over to Stu. Father God, um, thank you. Thank you that you are a creator, God. Thank you for everything that you've given us in creation and that as we look at that, as we live in that, that it, yeah, it shouts, shouts you, your name out. And I pray, Father, yeah, that we will um, see you and hear you in the stuff that you have made. Yeah, Father, where our faith, um, yeah, maybe feels low right now, where, yeah, holding on to you feels like a bit of a hard task. Um, yeah, Father, will you, will you give us something this week that, yeah, where we can take a deep breath, where we are sure beyond anything that you exist, that you're with us and that you love us. And yeah, Father, as well, I pray that you will um, give us courage to step up to the challenge. Um, yeah, to see you in all people around us. Yeah, I pray that we will be open enough to, yeah, hear what you might have to say to us in that. Show us people that we can be calling out your image in, that we can be... Um, standing with people who have been written off yeah father god thank you that you don't write anyone off that yeah you see yourself in every single person that you've made will you help us to be people who do the same so yeah holy spirit will you will you fill us up
will you keep moving in us, speaking to us, through us, um, yeah, as we go about the rest of our day, the rest of this week. Yeah, will you keep showing us those different facets of faith? Yeah, ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen.